are you ready to finish up Warrior Cats uh, book four? The what book is this? Rising Storm. You guys can't see it, but I'm I'm fist pumping in excitement. Woo 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 woo! So excitement. <laughs> We're gonna finish it off. Heck yeah! And this is gonna be. He uh, said it might be longer. How many chapters do you have to get through? Uh, I think maybe two or three. Oh, okay. Weird. It doesn't feel like we're winding I mean, down at all, but also I might not be remembering everything that's happened. I suppose, like, quite a few remember things... Remember what have, happened last time. I mean, a lot of things have been resolved, I guess. Like, we got Puffball back. Um, yes, we did. Fireheart kind of is starting to address his emotions for Sand, Sandstorm. Um, Running Wind died. Oh, yeah. That cat that died. Ooh, bummer. I think I cared a lot more last yeah. time. <laughs> I was really into it. I was really emotionally invested, and then and then a week passed, and I was like, ugh, actually. Well, you remember what happened last time. Uh-huh. The fire? Oh, my God, yeah, the whole clan, like... <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, last time sucked. I'm actually not ready to record another episode. I just got sad again. This, this has been a good episode. Thanks, okay, guys. You have See your... you next week. At least you have ice cream. <laughs> to soothe your soul. Shh, the audience doesn't need to know that I'm covertly eating ice cream in between every word. Yeah, but I'm really jealous. We should be. What kind is it? It's a Butterfinger Blizzard. Not sponsored. Uh. Yeah, this is like... Our our Dairy Queen downtown just closed. Jeez. In Washington? Yeah. Yeah. Man, your home state is not doing too well in your new state. Dairy Queen started in Wisconsin. Yeah. How do you not oh, know this? Know that. How is it not part of your guys'... I don't know. Don't you guys take a test on all the different ty- kinds of cheeses? And whether no. or not you grew up eating cheese curds at your uncle's farm as they squeak between your teeth. Every single Wisconsinite I've talked to has told me that same story. Of like the... I, I never. Yeah, but quite a few of you. I mean, I, I've eaten cheese curds, yeah, but I didn't have like a grandpa that made them. I wasn't that blessed. I think just like living near a dairy farm was a very common thing. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, like, that's fair. Anyway, let's get sad. Yeah. All right, chapter 27. So hey, we Maureen, left with, uh, yeah. Did we forget to do something? I'm Emberheart. <laughs> <laughs> you straight <laughs> forgot, like, what was I going to do? Like, put in, like, at the end of the episode? Like, edit it in? <laughs> and I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Like, you were, I'm sorry, like, to, like, you were really into it, and I'm, I really respect that, but, yeah. like, <laughs> like, you really, like, we're just gonna go, and I, I, I almost didn't want to stop you. I'm ready to hit this ground running. Alright, let's, let's go. Chapter 27. Whoa. So, by late afternoon, the fire is out. That's nice. Alright. Yeah, because it started raining, didn't so, it? Yeah, it started raining. But it had been really dry. So. Yeah, but so, so dry. That means Star Clan hates them, but maybe not that much. But they still uh, hate them for some reason. Possibly. <laughs> to be. So, seen. um. <laughs> Fireheart suggests that he and Graystripe go to check out the camp and see if it's safe to return. But Graystripe's like. Oh yeah! I have to go ask Crooked Star. Dream Team's back together again. 
Well, Fireheart had almost forgotten that he belonged in another clan now. They've been spending time together. And he's it's like, oh, been right. like five have a different leader. Man, Fireheart's like so like whipped. Sad. It doesn't matter who it is. He, he like, when he loves someone, he loves that person. Oh, yes. So Cloudpaw wants to come with them, but Fireheart says no. What? Cloudpaw can tell Whitestorm where he's going. No. Just, I was about to no. be like, no, keep an eye on your kid, but also, yeah, he should probably stick with the elders. Yeah, no. And Cloudpaw listens. You know what that is, folks? Hooray. Growth. <laughs> That's a meme. I'm hip. So Crooked Star comes up to him with Gray Stripe and asks why Fireheart can't take one of his warriors. And Fireheart tells him that he lost two clanmates in the fire, and he doesn't want to find them alone. Oh, so you can, like, sagger- What? That actually doesn't really make too much sense. He just doesn't want to go alone. And Crooked Star says he understands that if they have not survived, Fireheart needs the comfort of an old friend. Oh, okay. Thank you so for being basically, decent, Fireheart- Crooked Star. <laughs> Yeah, basically Fireheart was saying it's like, I don't know what I'm, I'm gonna find I'm not there. emotionally ready to do this, man. And he's like, you know what? Super fair. I'm sorry I questioned you. Yeah, so he lets he lets Grace try to I go. thought I thought he meant like I don't want to endanger anyone else in my clan. And I was like, Oh, so you can endanger Graystripe now that he's in a different clan, but it makes more sense. Uh Yeah, no, he just he just wants Graystripe with him. Yeah. As he always just wants Grace Stripe with Yeah, him. I mean. Yeah. The forest is charred. It's hardly hardly recognizable. But Grace Stripe is still relishing in being back in his own territory. Oh, I remember and when that Fireheart's... tree. Uh, it's now a charcoal. Oh, but here's those. Oh, that's, that's burnt down too. Oh, but over here. Oh, no, that's also been destroyed. <laughs> But yeah, he might he might be more homesick than Fireheart had originally thought. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a single dad who had to move in with his uh, in-laws after the mom unfortunately died in childbirth. Like, the camp is fully exposed; it is completely stripped of its protective coverings, and Fireheart rushes in. Who is who? Who? Um. Who is unaccounted for currently? Halftail and Yellowfang. Oh, God. I don't even know who Halftail is, is, but no. No, I don't want to record anymore. What if something bad happens? I think you repressed this. What? I think you just repressed this whole part because of Yellowfang's missing. No, no, she's not. She's fine. Okay, so Graystripe nods to Halftail's scorched body in front of the medicine I don't want to report dead. anymore. I think I'm done. We gotta get through I this. I feel sick as I continue to eat ice cream. <laughs> so Graystripe offers to bury him while Fireheart looks for Yellowfang. Thank you, Graystripe. I love Fireheart you, Graystripe. Fireheart is frozen Fireheart is frozen with dread. But he enters the medicine den. The fern tunnel is gone and he can see up to the sky. He calls hoarsely for Yellowfang. He looks to the cracked rock where she had made her den. He calls again, detecting a familiar scent. A rasping mew answers him. She was alive. Oh, thank God. Alive. He found her alive. And he rushes into her side. He should have brought... Oh, uh, no, she has a lot to do. I was going to say, he should have brought, um... Cinderpelt? Yeah, he should have brought Cinderpelt. I was thinking, only the thing I could think of was Spotted Leaf. Who am I, Fireheart? <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I was like, he should have brought uh, Cinderpelt, but um, Cinderpelt has a lot of other people to help right now. Yeah, she's got a lot to do. So Yellowfang tells him that she's glad it was Fireheart who had come. No. And Fireheart tells her that he shouldn't have left her. He's so sorry. 
and she asked if he saved Patchpelt. Fireheart said he breathed in too much smoke. Yellowfang says that Halftail did too. Uh, uh, Fireheart cry. tells her they they did save Goldenflower's kit, and Yellowfang asks which one. Bramble kit, he says. Yellowfang closes her eyes briefly. She knew he had risked her life to save Tiger Claw's kit, but I'm also going to point out that Tawny kit is also Tiger Claw's kit, so. We just hate the one. I know she doesn't look like him, <laughs> but. Man, imagine being like the son of, like, imagine if she was the evil one. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't work that way, but, like, imagine, like, the other guy grows up, he's just, like, a genuinely nice guy, but everyone judges him for the way he looks, and the other, Tawny, Tawny is just, like, evil. Like, straight up a clone, uh, like, of her dad, but, like, not physically. <laughs> Um, but this is a very touching so, moment and I'm afraid that this is um, a sort of end of life discussion so we can continue on because that's not true right Maureen? So when so when he mentions Bramble Kit she closes her eyes and so she knew that he had risked her life to save Tiger Claw's kit had Star Clan shared something with her? Something she feared enough to have wished the kit hadn't survived? Jeez but Yellowfang tells Fireheart that he's a brave warrior. She opens her eyes knowing, and stares fiercely at him. Knowing Yellowfang, and I know she like did kill her own son. She also cared for him for a really long time. Oh yeah. So I feel like if if anyone would believe in like redemption or changing, it'd be her. So I feel like she would hear that from Starkland and be like. You guys are full of it. Well, that was just Fireheart's worry, oh. and it's never substantiated. Yeah. She doesn't tell him anything about, like, you know. But, um, so she opens her eyes and stares fiercely at him. She couldn't be prouder of him if he was her own son. And Star Clan knows how many times she wished he was. Instead of Broken Tail. Oh my god. Fireheart. Oh my god. Fireheart flinches as she revealed her terrible secret. How could Fireheart tell her she already knew? Fireheart licks her head to soothe her, but she carried on. So she had, he had known Broken Tail was her son. Yeah, but, but, but. He had watched this happen. She didn't know. Yeah, yeah. But Yellowfang tells him that she killed him. Oh god, oh she god, she's dying! Him. She's dying! She wanted him to die. Fireheart already knew, and he offers to fetch her some water. Yellowfang says water is no use for to her now. Stop. She wants to tell him everything before Stop. Fireheart's like, nope. Yep. You're not gonna die. Nope. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. What can I do to help? Where's Grey Great Grey Straight? <laughs> Yellowfang tells him not to waste his time. Cat, oh. She's going to die. No, no. But she is not afraid, and he needs to listen. Hey, for real though, can I put my can I can we take a second so I can put my ice cream away? Yeah. I'm also freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can we can we can put your ice cream away. Ready? <laughs> no, I'm not ready, but yeah, okay, let's keep going. <clears throat> well, we're yeah, we're gonna go anyways. Oh jeez. <sighs> I want to get off this so ride. She wishes. <laughs> she wishes Fireheart had been her son, but she could not have borne a cat like him. Star Clan gave her broken tail to teach her a lesson. And Fireheart asks what she needed to learn. She was as wise as Blue Star. Yeah, uh, that's a Yellow Fang. Like, my son. Eh, maybe now. <laughs> but Fireheart. Fireheart's like, your son deserved it. Mm. Fireheart. <laughs> but I was his mother, Yellowfang whispered. Starclan may judge me how they will. I am ready. She... Quote from the book. She's not gonna go to cat hell. No, no, you don't quote from the book unless something terrible happens. Unable to answer, Fireheart dipped his head and began licking frantically at her fur, as if his love for this old she-cat were enough to hold her in the forest a while longer. Stop. 
She thanks him for bringing her to ThunderClan. And she tells him to tell Blue Star that she's grateful for the home she gave her. This is a good place to die. She only regrets that she'll be missing that she'll miss watching Fireheart become what StarClan has destined him to be. She's heaving with the effort of breathing. Fireheart begs her not to die, but there's nothing he can do. He tells her not to be afraid of StarClan, they will understand, and she will be honored by their warrior ancestors, for the loyalty to her clanmates and for her endless courage. So many cats would have died without her. Cinderpelt would not have survived her accident if it wasn't for her. When there was green cough, she fought day and night. Fireheart can't stop the words from tumbling out, even though he knew the old medicine cat's breathing had faded into everlasting silence. No! No! Yellowfang was dead. <sighs> this sucks. God, if I was like yeah. 12, I would have been sobbing. I would have, like... I remember exactly where I was when I read Yellowfang's death. I, I was on the car heading home from my grandma's house. And were you silently crying? Probably, yeah. I usually did. This is messed up. I hate this. Episode over. Nope. God. Oh Still got a couple more chapters. What? Oh my god. This sucks. I don't want to. I don't even want to. Fireheart no, laid I don't with even her. Want to talk about it. He doesn't know for how long, as the warmth leaves her body. He smells the sweet smell of spotted leaf. Shut up. Did she come to guide Yellowfang to Star Clan? That's actually really cute. And he hears her whisper in his ear, "She'll be safe with us." So Yellowfang is on her way to Star Clan. Don't worry. This isn't the last we see of Yellowfang, by a freaking long shot. <laughs> is she is she about to become like the force ghost that like haunts <laughs> instead no, of like Yellowfang, uh, all of a sudden she, she like no, I mean I'm sorry, instead of like spotted leaf, now his dreams, his nose is filled with the scent of motherhood? Aggressive motherhood? Hey kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey kid, it's me, Yellow Fang. You you've been messing up a lot, bud. Uh, oh, I this sucks. I'm sad. I know, I know. Wipe your tears. We gotta just like just like Fireheart, we gotta go on. Uh, no we don't. I'm not deputy. I can be depressed. So Greystripes calls from the entrance. He's buried Halftail. Fireheart tells him Yellowfang's dead. She was alive when he got here, but she's dead now. Greystripe asked if she said anything. Fireheart couldn't tell Yellowfang's secret, but he tells Greystripe that she just said she was thankful that Blue Star let her live in ThunderClan. Greystripe goes to lick her cheek. He hadn't thought that when he'd left, he'd never speak to her again. Oh, God! <laughs> It's like one gut punch after her. another. Oh my oh, yeah. god. Like, honestly, I was like, this can't get any sadder. <laughs> so he asks if they should bury her, and Fireheart says no. She was a warrior as well as a medicine cat. She will have her vigil. They can bury her at dawn. And Greystripe reminds them that they do have to go back to RiverClan to tell the others what happened. And Fireheart, he knows, but he'll come back at night to sit vigil with her. They get back to the RiverClan camp. Cinderpelt makes her way towards him. Bluestar brushes past her oh, and asks god. if they found Halftail and Yellowfang. Oh god. Fireheart tells her they are dead. Cinderpelt hears this and sways on her paws. He wants to go to her, but Bluestar is in his way. Her eyes showed no pain. They grew hard and cold, and a shiver runs down Fireheart's spine. Blue Star hisses that Spotted Leaf told her fire would save the clan. Instead, it has destroyed him. 
And Fireheart says no, but he can't find the words to say. Cinderpelt stumbles back to the others, but Sandstorm runs up to meet her, letting Cinderpelt lean against her. Boostar says ThunderClan will return home tonight. Sandstorm is such a freaking trooper. Oh. Graystripe says that the woods are empty and the camp is ruined. And Bluestar says that this doesn't matter. They are strangers here and they should be back in their own territory. Graystripe offers to escort them. Fireheart looks to Graystripe and understands the longing in his eyes. He wants to come home. Surely Bluestar must see his desire to return to ThunderClan. And she asks, she asks, why would they need an escort? Graystripe says that he could help them rebuild camp, maybe stay for a while. And Bluestar's eyes flash in anger. Is he trying to say that he wants to come back to ThunderClan? Well, he can't. Graystripe chose to be loyal to his kicks rather than his clan, and now he must live with this decision. Yikes! Bluestar tells them to get ready to leave. They are returning home. The clan leaps to their paws, but Fireheart just feels disappointment and anger as she watches Bluestar gather her clan. But she's staring at a point beyond her cats, at Mistyfoot and Stonefur. Sorrow clouds her eyes as she stares at her grown kits. Bluestar knew better than any cat what it was like to be torn between clan and kin. She had chosen to be loyal to her clan rather than her kits, and it was a pain that she wouldn't wish upon her greatest enemy. And Fireheart realizes why she wouldn't let Greystripe come home. She wasn't angry at Greystripe. She was angry at herself. She still regrets leaving her kits. And she's trying to make sure Graystripe doesn't make the same mistake. God, <sighs> this is the this yeah. is heavy. <laughs> yeah. So Fireheart licks Graystripe's shoulder and tells him that she has her reasons. She's suffering now, but he can probably come home once she's recovered. And Fireheart prays to Star Clan that what he said was true. <laughs> Blue Star tells Crooked Star that ThunderClan is in their debt. And Fireheart sees Leopardfur narrow her eyes. What payment would RiverClan demand for this kindness? And knowing Leopardfur like he does, she'll ask for something. <laughs> Jesus. He follows Blue Star out of camp, casting one last glance at Graystripe standing alone in the shadows. Oh. This sucks. River Clan. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. I don't like this book anymore. It does. It does. I don't want to. I'm done. I hate this series. Fair. Fair. So they're at the river and Small Ear is hesitating at the shore again. Like, Blue Star's a jerk now with her reasons. I still love her and support her even when she's having her bad mental yes. health days. But like, Yellowfang's gone. Yes. Who's my mom now? Uh, Goldenflower. Ugh. <sighs> I guess Sandstorm could be my mom. She's more of a cool aunt, I but guess. I want. I'm I sure want, you'll find a new mom. I want we'll Yellowfang back. I hate this. <laughs> Don't worry. In a couple more series, she'll be back. Oh, that's gonna take us forever. <laughs> fair, fair. So, White so. Storm and Darkstripe are already crossed the river. Dustpelt swam beside Fernpaw. She struggled to keep her head above the water. Sandstorm had crossed with Cinderpelt. She hadn't left the medicine cat's side since Fireheart had returned. Oh my so god. So Sandstorm's being such a good friend. She's just at her side. No joke, but like, man, they should just forget about Firepaw and be girlfriends. Yes. I mean, Fireheart. Agreed. I forgot. <laughs> I just called him by his baby name. <laughs> uh, so... Smaller is still hesitating at the river, and Bluestar snaps at him to hurry up, and he looks at her in surprise and jumps into the water. Who and did? Fireheart's ready to go to his rescue. Bluestar snaps at Smallear, the elder. Like, kind of not a cool move. None of them are very good swimmers. Gosh, Bluestar, I know you're like, you're yeah. really angry and having like a bad day, but come on. Yeah. Well, Fireheart is ready to go to his rescue, but Longtail and Mousefur come up on either side to hold him up with their shoulders. Oh, good. So, 
They got him. Blue Star swims strongly to the other side, as if the fire had purged the weakness from her body and burned her strong again. Fireheart follows her. On the bank, Fireheart goes and gives Cinderpelt's head a lick. Sandstorm looks to him, her eyes reflecting his sorrow. The rest of the clan was staring in silent horror at the destroyed forest. Even in the dark, the devastation was obvious. Blue Star seemed blind to it. <laughs> do you hear my? Yeah, hear I my did. Voice? I did. I just heard the dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blue Star heads up the slope on the trail home, and her clan follows. Fireheart makes his way to Cloudpaw and thanks him for staying in camp, like he asks. Thank you, thank you, son, for not disobeying <laughs> me like you usually do. Thank you for actually having some growth. <laughs> Well, he asked Cloudpaw how the elders are, because, you know, Cloudpaw is very fond of them. And Cloudpaw tells him that it will take them a while to get over Halftail and Patchpelt's deaths. But he had gotten them to eat while Fireheart was away. And Fireheart tells him that that was the right thing to do. And he is so proud of his apprentice's unexpectedly wise compassion. So Cloudpaw has just been taking care of the elders and... Being such a good little boy. What a good boy! <laughs> He's all good. So the ravine lay open like a wound in the landscape. Sandstorm was trembling at the edge. Fireheart was shivering too, even though his pelt was already dry. The cats gathered silently around the blackened camp, staring numbly at the ruin that used to be their home. Blue Star demands Fireheart to take her to Yellowfang's body. This wasn't the weak shell of the leader that he had been protecting recently. But it also wasn't the wise and gentle leader that had welcomed him into her clan. Mom's angry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, so it's takes... honestly like when you, your mom comes home and like you haven't done anything. And you're like, oh <laughs> god, please god, let me live. <laughs> So he takes Blue Star towards the medicine den, and Blue Star slips into the shadows of the split rocks. Fireheart asks Cinderpelt if she's going in, but she says she'll grieve later. Blue Star needs them now. Yes! God! I mean, I want my daughter to feel good, but she's so strong. Well, Fireheart is surprised by her composure. Her eyes are bright with grief, but she seems so calm as she blinked gently at him and he returns her gesture, grateful for her strength in this endless tragedy. A chilling wail echoes from Yellowfang's den. Blue Star staggers out, twisting her head wildly and glaring around the scorched trees. How can Starkland do this? Have they no pity? She spat and continues, I will never go to the Moonstone again. Oh, From now on, my dreams are my own. Oh, Starkland has declared war on my clan, and I shall never forgive them for this. Uh, uh, I mean, that's really bad ass. I mean, <laughs> that's like... Bad butt? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, like the coolest line like possible, like to declare like war on like literal god but also yeah maybe like since you're the god in this like book is like a sentient all-knowing and active member of the story we don't curse their name and declare war on them yeah fireheart stares at her frozen <laughs> he's just like uh uh well See, this is why the deputy not being able to, like, have any say in anything is, um, oftentimes, uh, not always great. <laughs> well, Cinderpelt goes into Yellowfang's den, and Fireheart wonders if she's going to grieve, but she reappears with something in her jaws. She tells Blue Star to eat them. They will ease her pain. To eat these Fireheart drugs. Fireheart asks... Please eat these drugs. Yeah, Fireheart... You're talking crazy. Fire... Fireheart asks her if Blue Star is injured, and Cinderpelt lowers his her voice. PTSD. And tells him then, yeah, in a way, but her injuries cannot be seen. Mental illness, everybody. Yeah, like she's like for real having like a panic induced like 
something or other. Yeah. She's freaking she's out. having a bit of a breakdown. Yeah. So she gave her poppy seeds to calm her and give her mind time to heal. This is, like, in one part, super cool. Because I feel like you see this well, yeah. happening a lot with, like... I don't know, there's, like, that whole trope of, like, the Mad King, and I think it's super cool yeah. that's, that's basically happening to Blue Star. Yeah. So people are, there. it's not just, like, it's not, like, oh, she's just some crazy lady. It's, like, ah, uh, no, she's, like, losing it, but also, like, she's a very powerful person in this, so maybe we should be a bit worried. Yeah. Yeah. So Fireheart's learned about mental illness. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Fireheart learns about mental illness. Uh, episode 300. <laughs> so Blue Star licks up the poppy seeds and Cinderpelt leads her to her den. And Fireheart trembles at Cinderpelt's quiet skill. Yellowfang <laughs> would be so proud. He's like, I'm a little scared. You're really good at this. <laughs> He's yeah. like, oh god, I suck. I gotta be better at, like, everything. <laughs> Honestly, this book is just, like... Or actually, this whole series is Fireheart being surrounded by competent women. Basically. That's the basically. only reason I think it's done. Yes. Most definitely. He needs he needs their guiding paws. Uh, nice. Um, so Fireheart grabs Yellowfang's body and moves it into the clearing and arranges her to rest with the same digni- dignity she had when she lived. And he tells her she will sleep beneath the stars one last time tonight. And he settles down to sit vigil as he promised. Cinderpelt joins him as the moon starts to set. Dawn breaks and Fireheart looks around the devastated clearing. Cinderpelt tells him not to grieve for the forest. It will grow back stronger from the injuries it has suffered, like a broken bone that heals twice as well and he lets her words soothe him as he goes to see the rest of the clan. Man, that's so wise. She's so young. She's so She's been through it, though. Like... Yeah, no, of all, definitely. Of all the... I mean, I know, like, like, everyone's been through it, but, like, she had, like, a near-death experience... Death? She had a near-death oh, experience yeah. when she was, like, mm, five... And <laughs> more like twelve, but yeah, yeah. But like, and then, the, and then, like, you know, she's basically watched her whole home both fall apart, be reborn, and fall apart again. Mm-hmm. It's not like her mom died. Yeah, I mean, God, jeez, yeah. Not her real mom. Frostfur is fine, but Yellowfang's dead. So now she has this whole new responsibility, being the spiritual guide and healer for her clan all by herself. Oh gosh. Anyways. <laughs> so Mousefur is outside Blue Star's den. Cinderpelt had told them that Blue Star was sick and needed to be watched over. Whitestorm tells him that most of the clan got a little sleep once they found dry spots, and Fireheart wants to send out a dawn patrol. He doesn't want Tigerclaw to take advantage of what had happened. Darkstripe was the fittest of the warriors, but he tells Whitestorm he needs him here to start rebuilding camp. And that's not entirely true. He wants to keep Darkstripe where he can keep an eye on him. Well, and at least he did. He, he did White it Storm with a compliment. Yeah. At least he's like he's like he's like I'll go out. He's like actually, man, you're like so buff. Do you do you work out? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, my headcanon for uh, Fireheart just like awkward bisexual dude. <laughs> who just is like the only way he gets what he wants is just through awkward flirting I I can only imagine like I can't imagine uh he's just like he's dark track just like I I am really strong yeah I'll help out I am really strong yeah does he so strong yeah I think he was talking to White Storm. Oh, White Storm's like Dark Stripe's the fittest, but oh, he's like mm, oh, I thought it was, I wanted to stay oh, here. it would be so much better. If... No, well, compliment people, complimenting people behind their back will get to them eventually. So he's just like later in the yes. day, he's just like, why wasn't I on the Dawn Patrol? And he's like, oh yeah, uh, Fairheart thinks you're really buff. He's just like he does. <laughs> he's just like really happy about that. <laughs> So he wants Whitestorm to stay here as well, and he needs to tell the other cats what's happening. 
Ah, lots to do. Whitestorm says Blue Star is sleeping and he doesn't seem to want to disturb her. And Fireheart says that they'll let her rest. He'll speak to the clan. So he calls the clan from the High Rock. And uh, everybody's kind of surprised that he's kind of in the leader's place. And Fireheart tells them that they must rebuild camp. Yeah, I think Tigerclaw would address. But, um, so they got rebuilt camp. And he says that it looks like a mess now, but it's the height of Greenleaf. The forest will grow back quickly, stronger because of the injuries his, it suffered. He repeats what Cinderpelt said to him. Uh, so wise words. That's actually true, so. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Darkstripe asks why Fireheart is telling them this and not Blue Star. She's sick. And Fireheart says she's exhausted and needs to rest. The more rest she gets, the quicker she'll recover, just like the forest. Brindleface says that the forest is empty. The prey had died or run away. What will they eat? And she looks to Fernpaw and Ashpaw, her face shadowed with a mother's concern, even after her kids had left the nursery. Fireheart assures her that they will come back. They will hunt as usual even if they need to travel a little farther to find it. And the clan seems to agree, giving Fireheart some confidence. He sends Longtail, Mousefur, Thornpaw, and Dustpelt out for the Dawn Patrol. Swiftpaw will make sure Blue Star isn't disturbed. He has Whitestorm organize parties to gather material to help rebuild, and he wants Darkstripe to supervise the rebuilding of the camp wall. Darkstripe asks, how am I supposed to do that? The ferns are all gone. Okay, that dark stripe. Firehearts. We put a lot of, I put a lot of faith in you. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, Firehearts like, use whatever you can, but make sure it's strong. They can't forget Tiger Claw's threat. They Rub need to stay alert. Rub those two brain cells you got together and think of something. <laughs> all kits need to stay in camp and apprentices shouldn't go out without warriors. He asks if everyone agrees. The clan loudly responds that they do. Yes, Dad. <laughs> Let's get to work. <laughs> and then there's like a cool 80s montage and, and it's like, you know, the synth is just going and they're just like. Yeah, everybody's rebuilding. They're weaving twigs. They're Ooh, they don't have thumbs. Grass. This is kind of difficult, but we're making it work. Fireheart comes to Sandstorm and tells her that they need to organize a burial party for Yellowfang. And Sandstorm is puzzled. He didn't mention her death. And Cloudpaw adds, or half-tails. Fireheart says that the clan knows they are dead. It is for Blue Star to honor them with the proper words. And she can do that when she's better. And I would like to say, a note from me, in the future, it's always the medicine cats who send them off. Instead of the leader. So this changes. It's the, it's the first series. Anything goes. So Sandstorm asks him, what if she doesn't recover? And Fireheart snaps at her that she will. And he regrets his tone when Sandstorm visibly winces. She was just voicing the fears that the whole clan had. <laughs> don't, don't voice my worries. If Blue Star had really turned her back on the rituals of Star Clan... Yellowfang and Halftail would never hear the proper words to send them on their journey to Silverpelt. Fireheart's confidence is, uh, sliding away. What if the forest doesn't recover before Leaf Bear? What if they can't oh, find enough fresh kill to oh, feed great. them? What if Tigerclaw attacks? So yeah, you, act, you activated his You activated his trap card, Anxiety. Yes. And he tells Sandstorm that if Bluestar doesn't get better, he doesn't know what will happen. And fire flares in her eyes, and she tells him that Blue Star made him deputy. She'd expect him to know what to do. Okay, all and right. Her words sting. <laughs> Oof. And she's he like, what? I'm her just what you're given. Yeah. Well, can't she see that he's doing the best he can? Uh, I am too. <laughs> well, he tells her that instead of criticizing him, she can go organize the organize the apprentices to bury Yellowfang. And he tells Cloudpaw to go too and stay out of trouble for once. He turns away from them. They are both startled. He had been unfair. So it's good that he realizes he had been unfair. But they had asked him a question that he wasn't ready to answer. One so frightening that he couldn't begin to think about what it could mean. 
What if Blue Star never recovered? That means you were dead. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh god. Yeah. Chapter 29. So it rains for the next few days, but Fireheart is glad it could wash away the ash. Today is sunny. This means the sky should be clear for the gathering. He kind of wishes it weren't. <laughs> Blue Star was still a far cry from her old self. She only emerged from her den when Whitestorm could persuade her to see the repairs in camp. Blue Star would nod blankly, then limp back to her den. He wondered if she even remembered the gathering was tonight. He should probably find out. So the camp is regaining its former shape, and he feels so proud of his clanmates. He calls to Cloudpaw, who is weaving twigs through the nursery walls. He hadn't been the only one to notice how hard Clawpaw had been working. He's like, oh, and there were no more. I'm not going to give them a chance to kick plan. me out. I'm not giving them a chance yeah. to kick me out. He's doing so good now. And Fireheart tells him to go rest. He's earned it. Clawpaw tells him to let him finish this first. He only has a few left. Fireheart tells him that he looks dead on his paws. He'll need to rest now. Clawpaw looks to the elder's den and says that it seems so empty. Oh Fireheart God. assures them that they are in Star Clan and will be watching him tonight from Silver Pelt. Oh, poor little Cloud Boy, he was so close to all the elders. But Fireheart, of course, being the ball of anxiety he is, remembers that Blue Star had refused to conduct the proper ceremony, and she had told him that um, she wouldn't place them in the paws of Star Clan. Their warrior ancestors don't deserve the company of ThunderClan cats. Oh my... Uh, really? Oh, Jesus. Whitestorm had soothed the clan by speaking the words to send them off, as he had done for Patchpelt in RiverClan. <sighs> Cloudpaw nods, but doesn't look too convinced. So Fireheart knows that Cloudpaw still finds it hard to believe in StarClan, so it's not really something that Cloudpaw subscribes to. But he tells him to go rest. Brightpaw meets Cloudpaw as he's heading towards the den. They nuzzle a friendly greeting, but it's interrupted by Cloudpaw's yawn. And he lays where he is, his eyes closing as his head hit the ground. He didn't even make it to the apprentice's den. He's like, I just gotta... He needs to yeah. out. So Brightpaw bends over and licks his pelt, and Fireheart remembers when he'd had that same companionship with Graystripe and feels a pang of loneliness. He heads to Blue Star's den, nodding to Longtail, who was on guard. Cinderpelt is in there trying to give her herbs, but Blue Star refuses. Cinderpelt leaves them for her. And Fireheart asks how Blue Star's doing as Cinderpelt passes him, and she tells him that she's stubborn. Fireheart approaches her cautiously. He asks her if she's decided who's going to the gathering. The gathering? Blue Star spits in disgust. She tells him to decide who to take. She won't be going. There's no longer any reason for her to honor Star Clan. Oh my god. It's really late in her life for her to be going through her angsty teen, like, phase. Well, as she spoke, Ash blew into the den, causing her to cough violently. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, that was Yellowfang. Kicking something up to tell her to get her hack together, probably. <laughs> She's like, I don't care. Do your job. Well, yeah, Fireheart tells her that she doesn't have to honor Star Clan. She just needs to represent Thunder Clan. They need her strength now. And she tells him that her kits needed her once, but she had given them up. Oh my god. Why? Because Star Clan told her she had a different destiny. Was this it? To be attacked by traitors? To watch her clan die around her? Star Clan was wrong. It wasn't worth it. Fireheart's blood turns to ice. He leaves the den blindly. Sandstorm had replaced Longtail outside, and he looks to her hopefully, but she obviously hadn't forgiven him for earlier, and she stares at her paws and lets him pass without speaking. Oh, this nice sucks. job, Fireheart. Yeah, good job, Fireheart. Fireheart You're great, man. <laughs> Fireheart tells Whitestorm that Blue Star isn't well enough to attend the gathering. And Whitestorm remarks that there was a time when nothing would have kept her from one. But Fireheart says they still have to go. They must warn the other clans about Tigerclaw and his rogues. Whitestorm says that they could tell them Bluestar is sick. 
but they could also be inviting trouble by letting it be known that their leader is weak. Fireheart points it out that it would be worse not to go. The other clans will know about the fire. They need to appear strong. Whitestorm agrees. And he adds that Wind Clan is still hostile. And Fireheart's like, we need to worry about River Clan too. Whitestorm's like, but they gave us shelter from the fire. Fireheart's like, yeah, but he's still, uh, is wondering what Leopard Fur will demand in return for their kindness. Whitestorm says that they have nothing to give. But that's not true. Because they have sunning rocks. But they need all the territory they can get for hunting now. Whitestorm says, at least Shadow Clan is weakened by sickness. That's one clan that won't be attacking us for a while. <laughs> at least Shadow Clan's dying. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Woo! We got that going for us. Yeah, Fireheart agrees, but he does feel a little bit guilty about being helped by another clan's suffering. Take, and, you know, take the, the advantage about, you got, bud. Yeah, basically. And he also thinks that maybe the news about Tigerclaw could work in their favor. If they can convince the other clans what a threat he is, they may put their energy into securing their borders instead of attacking ThunderClan. Whitestorm says that it might be the best chance to keep the other clans out of their territory while they regain their strength. They could just, like, not show up. Well, but that would show that they're weak. No, I keep them guessing. <laughs> well, Whitestorm agrees that Fireheart is right, because they must go to the Gathering, even if Bluestar can't. But they're both thinking the same thing. Bluestar is able to go, but she's choosing she not to. just is being a brat about it. And none of us yep. know how to tell her to grow up. So Prey has been running slowly, so the clan hadn't had full bellies in days. And after they had finished eating, Fireheart jumps onto the high rock, and he tells them that Bluestar will not be coming to the gathering. Mews of alarm came from the gathered clan. In RiverClan camp, they had united to keep Bluestar from prying eyes, but here in their own camp, their leader's weakness left them vulnerable and afraid. Darkstripe asks if this means ThunderClan won't attend. After all, what is a clan without its leader? Was that an ominous glint in his eye? Fireheart tells them that ThunderClan will be going. They need to show the other clans they are strong despite the fire. He tells them that they mustn't betray any weakness, for Bluestar's sake and for the sake of the clan. Remember, we are ThunderClan! <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> He's doing his best. So he's going to take Darkstripe, Mousefur, Sandstorm, Whitestorm, Ashpaw, and Cloudpaw. D Darkstripe asks if the cats left will be enough to guard the camp. And Longtail says Tigerclaw will know there is a gathering. What if he uses this opportunity to attack? But Fireheart tells them they can't afford to leave more cats behind than usual. They would risk inviting attacks from other clans. And Mousefur agrees they can't let other clans see their weakness. And Willowpelt says that RiverClan knows the fire destroyed their camp, so they need to show them that they are strong as ever. So everyone's back in Fireheart up, so that's good. Ooh, he needs so the that. He needs are that. gathered at the entrance. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, and this would be Cloudpaw's first gathering. Ooh! Fireheart had been looking forward to this since he brought him to camp as a kit. And he pauses beside Longtail and tells him that he'll be the senior warrior here and to guard the clan well. Longtail dips his head to Fireheart and promises they'll be safe. His glow of satisfaction at Longtail's respectful gesture was soured by Darkstripe's mocking glance from the camp entrance. It's as if Darkstripe could see through his outer confidence to his insecurity beneath. God. Alright. That's a very specific superpower. Yeah. Uh, he catches Sandstorm's eye as he walks by. She's staring at him intently. Her earlier words echo in his head. Bluestar made him her deputy. She would expect him to know what to do. Her words had stung. But now they suddenly strengthened him. He sends Darkstripe a look of defiance and leads the way out of camp. The cats run silently towards four trees. Sandstorm pulls ahead to catch up with Fireheart. She tells him he spoke well on the high rock. And Fireheart thanks her, then pulls away. But she catches back up to him and tells him she's sorry about what she said about Blue Star. She was just worried. And she says the camp is looking great considering. 
And Fireheart's like, considering I'm deputy. Okay. She's like, no. Considering it was so badly damaged. Like, dude. Don't be so dramatic, Fireheart. (laughs) I mean, have you met Fireheart, though? No, right, though. He's so dramatic. Okay. Let's go to the gathering. Yes. So, Sandstorm tells him that Blue Star would be so proud of him. And Fireheart winces. He doubts Blue Star even noticed. But he's grateful for her words and thanks her again. They're like, uh, she would have been proud, like, in the past. <laughs> yeah. She would have been proud once upon a time. Well, he turns to look into her soft emerald eyes and he tells her that he misses her. Or he missed her. But then he's interrupted by Darkstripe, who asks him what they're going to tell the other clans. Before Fireheart can answer, a fallen tree comes up, and his paws get stuck, and he falls. Jeez. Smooth. The other cats pass him, but slow down. Darkstripe (laughs) asks if he's okay, his eyes glinting in the moonlight. Fireheart responds yes, but man, his paw really, really hurts. (laughs) They reach the edge of the tree line before the trees. Why did did the writers have to do him dirty like that? Like, I don't know. They had to kick him when he's down. Come on, Aaron. Let our boy get a break. Ugh. So Fireheart stops to gather his thoughts. His clan trusted him to take Blue Star's place at the gathering and convince the other clans that ThunderClan hadn't been weakened by their recent tragedy. And he had to prove himself worthy of that trust. He flicks his tail to signal his cat and then plunges down towards the Great Rock. So only WindClan and RiverClan were there when they arrived. And Fireheart wondered if the sickness had taken such a firm hold that ShadowClan couldn't attend the <laughs> gathering. ShadowClan just dead. <laughs> Bye, ShadowClan. Bye, ShadowClan. Nice it's you. real. ShadowClan gets shafted so often. Poor <laughs> ShadowClan. If it wasn't so already, one whisker shouts to him. If it was already, if it wasn't already, WindClan's. Oh, WindClan. I guess I'd have to switch to oh, ShadowClan. Yeah, poor ShadowClan. So, one whisker comes up to him with a friendly purr, and Fireheart's surprised since last time he saw WindClan, he had beat them in their own territory. <laughs> when him and, or, or when they'd rescued Cloudtail. But right. one whisker hadn't forgotten how Fireheart had brought his clan home from exile. Fireheart greets him, but he says he better not let Mudclaw see him talking to him. And one whisker looks a little uncomfortable. He says Mudclaw takes pride in defending his territory. And Fireheart says that it wasn't an excuse to turn Blue Star away from High Stones. And Fireheart wondered if she had gone to the Moonstone to speak to Star Clan, would things be different? Maybe this is all Wind Clan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that, but I feel like <laughs> wow. he's doing it. <laughs> wow. One Whisker says Tallstar wasn't happy when he heard about that, even if Thunder Clan was sheltering Broken Tail. Fireheart cuts him off, saying Broken Tail was dead by then, but he regrets his tone. He was a little snippy with his friend. A little, a little bit. He, apo- he apologizes to One Whisker and tells him it's good to see him again and asks him how he is. One Whisker says he's fine and that he's sorry about the fire. He knows how bad it is for a clan to be driven from their home. Fireheart tells him they've returned and rebuilt as best as they can. It won't be long for the forest to recover. One whisker's glad to hear it. And Morning Flower's kit is here. It's his first gathering. Oh! <laughs> All the babies are gathering. Fireheart... Yeah, it was the kit that Fireheart had carried home. And Fireheart looks to where One Whisker is looking to see a young cat, still small like most of Wind Clan, but with muscles developing underneath his short fur. Tallstar comes up to him. And he remarks that he's seen a lot of Fireheart lately. He reminds him just because Fireheart led them home doesn't give him freedom to wander their territory. Okay. Fireheart's been warned, but he fo- forces himself to stay calm. <laughs> there was a truce, after all. And he tells Tallstar that he must put the needs of his clan first. Tallstar's eyes glitter, and he gives Fireheart a small nod. <laughs> He's like, man, I've just been and joking. He tells them, <laughs> well, he tells them that it's spoken like a true warrior. And, you know, he's traveled with Fireheart and wasn't surprised when Blue Star made him her deputy. 
Tallstar says that there are those who thought such a young cat would never carry off such a great responsibility. But Tallstar was not one of them. A lot of people did believe in you. A, a lot of people <laughs> had zero faith in you. In fact, almost everyone I know thought you couldn't do it. But man, not me. He's like, thanks. <laughs> well, Fireheart is pretty taken aback by such a high compliment from the Wind Clan leader. And he stifles a purr and nods his thanks. As they're speaking, one whisker looks up sharply. Three Shadow Clan cats were charging into the clearing. Oh, Jesus. Running Nose, followed by Little Cloud, and then another cat. The other cats backed away as they stopped in front of the Great Rock, afraid of the disease. Running Nose says that it's all right. Shadow Clan is free of the sickness. He's been sent ahead to tell them to wait. Shadow Clan's new leader is on its way. Uh-oh. Tallstar asks what makes Nightstar so late. Running Nose tells him that Nightstar is dead. Cats all around them are shocked. Oh. Nightstar had just gotten his nine lives. <coughs> what a terrible sickness. Oh no. Whitestorm asks if Cinderfur is coming, ShadowClan's deputy under Nightstar. Running Nose said that Cinderfur was one of the first to die of the sickness. Crookedstar asks who this new leader is, <laughs> and Running Nose says that he'll see soon enough. Fireheart has to speak with Running Nose. He brings him to a quieter spot beneath one of the oaks, and Fireheart tells him that Yellowfang is dead. Yellowfang had been his mentor before she left ShadowClan, and Running Nose's eyes are clouded with grief. Fireheart tells him that she died trying to save a clanmate from the fire. StarClan will honor her bravery. Running Nose doesn't reply. He just swung his head slowly from side to side. Fireheart touches his head with his nose and leaves him. Poor Running Nose. Yeah, jeez. The cats around him are getting restless. A RiverClan warrior says they can't wait any longer. The moon will be setting soon. And Mousefur says that if this new leader is going to be late, that's his problem. Tallstar leaped up onto the Great Rock. Crookedstar makes his way towards it. Fireheart is bracing himself for his first gathering at the head of his clan, and desperate to warn them of Tigerclaw's danger. Sandstorm whispers good luck in his ear, and he turns to touch her cheek, knowing the, their, that their quarrel had been forgotten, and he heads towards the Great Rock when a yowl rings out. Oh, God. He's here. Oh, God. Fireheart turns I, I to see craning I... his neck. I think I know who it's going to be, and I'm not ready for the drama. Their view is blocked by other cats. Darkstripe's ears pricked with surprise. He's staring up at the Great Rock, his eyes glittering with barely suppressed excitement. Fireheart twists his head to see what had prompted such a strong reaction from him. And framed by the cold light of the moon, Fireheart saw the powerful shoulders and broad head of the cat who had leaped onto the rock beside Tallstar. The other leader seemed puny and frail beside the massive figure, and with a cold shiver of dread, Fireheart realized that the new leader of Shadow Clan was Tigerclaw. <laughs> Jeez! Okay, but I have to point out his first, he's like, God, he's so buff. <laughs> like, come on, Fireheart! <laughs> Yeah, that's the end of book four. We're done with Rising Storm. Yeah, and the storm, I, I must say, it, it did rise. Yeah, yeah, it rose. It rose and it put out so, that fire just in time. Yeah. Whew. And uh, now Tiger Claw's back. I don't want him back. Bring back Yellowfang. <laughs> Yellowfang's the new leader of Shadow Clan. <laughs> She deserves it. <laughs> she does. So yeah, what'd you think of book four? Um, I'm emotionally traumatized. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, it was a roller coaster. So much happened, and I, it, it's like thinking back to like because this is book four now, right? Yeah. Thinking back to like the nothing that happened in book two. And then everything that happened in book three. And then everything that happened in book four. I'm like, what, what are they going to do in book five? Like, physically punch me? Uh, pretty much, probably, yeah. Oh, come on. 
I'll have to ship you, I'll have to ship you a version of the book because when you open a certain page, it's always a different page every time. You never know which one it'll be. So next time we'll be starting on book five, A Dangerous Path, my favorite book of the first series. Oh, it's your favorite book? Yes, it's Ooh. my favorite book of the first series. All right. Probably my favorite book of the whole series. Oh, no, wow. No, probably not. My favorite book of the first series, definitely. It's very good. That's... So I'm very excited pretty, to start that That's pretty high you. praise. I'm excited too. I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangletongue. This has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Thank you.